everyone, welcome back to The Sixth Seat. I'm Ashton, and again, we are joining you live from Zoom. Today, we are here with our special guest, Moby, and we are so excited to talk a little bit about his experience still on campus. Um, yeah, so we're ready to get started. Everyone else wants to introduce themselves. I'm Jackie. I'm Adri. I'm Bridget. All right, and like I said, we are joined today by Moby. So if you could give us your Notre Dame introduction. Sweet. Um, hey guys, what's up? My name is Mopi. I am a sophomore now, Dyson Junior, staying in Duncan Hall and double majoring in business analytics and film, television, and theater. Um, thank you for having me. Yeah, we are so excited to talk to you. Um, so you're at the Morrison right now, right? Um, could mm -hmm. you tell us a little bit about that? Right. Um, yeah, like everyone else, um, all us ND students, we found out I think the Wednesday or Thursday of spring break. And um, I was with some Duncan guys in Florida. So we, we were all just chilling, hanging out. And then when we found out the news, it was super sad, obviously, because um, we were super excited to go back. Duncan has a lot of cool events um, after spring break. Mm -hmm. And just the energy of being on campus when the weather is so good is, is something I'm sure all of us were looking forward to. Yeah. Um, and then we all moved back to campus. And then I stayed in Duncan um, for about a week or so when um, Andy was still figuring out like how many international students were coming back to campus and what the whole situation was. And then I think it just made sense for them to like congregate all the students across campus and stuff like having all the dorms active and like having to like use lights, air conditioning and all the dorms. Mm. They just thought it would be more efficient to have people in the Morrison. So yeah, I've been here for over a month now, which is, wow. which is crazy. Time's going quick. Yeah. I just realized because <laughs> um, yeah, so here right now. Wow. Um, I read online, actually on the Observer website, that Father Pete is like your rector. What's that like? Yeah. <laughs> it, it, was super, no, it was super funny because he was the one that sent the whole like welcome to Morrison email, um, welcomed everyone when they walked into the Morrison, helping them get set up to their rooms and stuff. So it's knowing we're in good hands. He's always sending funny emails around to keep everyone active. Um, where are you from? Like, was it going to be too hard for you to get back um, right. home and then like get back to campus and everything? Mm -hmm. So um, I didn't want to leave the U.S. until I knew like all classes for the whole semester were going to be canceled. Yeah, because like makes sense. It, it, obviously it's too far. So I'm from India. I'm from Bangalore, okay. India. So it's almost like what thirty hours away. Like I have to take three different planes. Oh my gosh! Wow. And then I would have gone back home, but then the day Andy announced that all the classes were canceled, India announced that all the airports were shut down for all oh, international man. flights. Wow. So I'm like, um, I'm like, obviously cannot. Like I can't go back home, but yeah. and I didn't want to take three different flights and give it to my parents when I landed back home. Like it, it would just be a complete mess. So I just yeah. thought it would be better to stay back yeah that's crazy how is it like living at the morrison do they like give you guys like food from the dining hall typically and like provide all of that is it like a one student per room um and are you able to sort of like see the other students or do people try to keep to themselves um because of the virus like what's the environment sort of like right um it's super cool because andy has the whole 13 billion dollar endowment that they have like a five-star <laughs> restaurant i mean five-star hotel on campus like and it, it accommodates i don't know almost 300 rooms so Wow, um, and I, I have a whole like, I would. It's not the premium suite, but I'm sure like some <laughs> of the kids um, got accommodated yeah. there. But yeah, everyone has their own room, which is good because you want to follow all the CDC laws in place. Mm -hmm. um, so yeah, everyone gets their own room. You get food delivered at ten thirty. You get like a brunch ish meal, and then you get dinner at like six thirty. 
super oh. cool thing is now we can use flex points to order like Morrison food. Oh, um, no so way. So I find myself getting like chicken tenders when I'm like hungry before I go to bed, like <laughs> an extra ranch on the that's side. You know? So, um, so that's been good. So I'm not, I haven't been like hungry at all. Um, and you, you can see people, but it's like, um, you can't like gather more than like 10, 12 people at a time. And then you have mm-hmm. to stay like six feet away. So mm-hmm. you'd have to go out of your way to go like interact with people. Mm-hmm. I've been yeah. to my computer now. Um, just like <laughs> up with classes and just like, I don't know, trying to learn something cool, but, um, you can still talk to people. Campus is, um, getting way better now. It snowed last week, very on brand. of South <laughs> and, um, People are like walking outside. Professors are like bringing their dogs on campus. So mm. yeah, that's uh, the situation outside. Awesome. Um, so you're you're on the shirt committee, right? You guys just did your mm-hmm. unveiling yeah. um, last I week. Yeah. Could you tell us a little bit about being on the shirt and how you got involved in that? Right. Um, so, yeah. That's that's that took up so much of my time last week, but it was a super rewarding experience. Like the whole team, we did the unveiling on Zoom with the new reality we're living in. But yeah, um, I joined the committee as to be on the videography team simply because I thought it would be cool to like, I know, make videos for the shirt, possibly have it on the Jumbotron. If we had like, <laughs> yeah, that's um, awesome. But um, yeah, we spent every week, like two hours starting October all the way leading up to like two weeks ago. We had a whole design team go out to California and like work on making sure like we have like the trademarks necessary, like so many things go behind like the shirt, even like things yeah. like I never know because I wasn't on the team freshman year. Um, mm but to be on it and like just the, the conversations that go on in the room just like shattered my mind. I was like, I can't believe it. It's a bunch of like 13 kids talking about a shirt that's going to be producing like 180,000 numbered Irish fans across the world want to know like what it looks like. People have strong feelings about like colors, like yeah. a lot of discussion goes in the back. So I was lucky that they put me in charge of making the unveiling video. So I spent like, a good 30 hours of my life talking to like Notre Dame archives, fighting Irish media, oh, um, wow. editing that video so that we could deliver to make sure like fans saw that um, what the shirt looked like, even if we did or did not have a season. So it was our job and it, wow. it was a lot of fun. Yeah, it was That's an awesome, awesome video. That's yeah, the cool. unveiling was really fun. My friends and I like all got on Zoom and someone shared their Sweet. screen and we watched it together. So it felt like you guys did a good job making it seem like That's we could awesome. be there experiencing it. Mm-hmm. So you, you make a lot of videos like that. How did you, I mean, you're also majoring in business. So how did you find an interest in making videos? How did that start? Um, right. So it, it, it started off in the most random way possible. Like, I don't know, I was in like the eighth grade, I think. And I was like, I was super, I've always been this adventure junkie. Like I wouldn't have to go too far from my house to like find trouble or like do something fun. <laughs> and I had a solid group of like guys back home and we lived very close to each other. So we'd always be screwing around, like go to a lake, throw our bikes in there or like whatever, right? We do a lot of dumb things. And I was like, <laughs> and I always kept complaining to my parents how like I wasn't doing cool enough things and, like, and I wish I did more things. And they were like, dude, you're already getting to do this stuff. And I'm like, huh, I should probably document it. And then <laughs> I borrowed like my fa- friend's GoPro and then started like just filming all this stuff and like saving all these memories. And then I'm like, huh, I should edit them and add music. And then... <laughs> I was able to share it with like a bunch of my classmates and they're like, dude, you're pretty good at this. You should probably try it. And then, yeah, I just led to one thing and another. I ended up taking a gap year after high school to just travel around and like film. So that was, wow. that was when I fully committed to like trying the art out. Like I never wanted to become a professional filmmaker, but like just to tell cool stories that I've gotten to experience. 
and then um yeah that just led to me making a bunch of videos ashton and i actually got to spend a week in minnesota <laughs> in the boundary waters and i was able to document that experience so yeah it's been it's been cool having a camera around campus i feel like nd is so much fun like they're always meeting cool people it's easy to forget so yeah that's that's how it started and i've been able to keep pursuing it since getting here so i wanted to ask you specifically well you've been talking about how you use these videos to document your own adventures and we were um when we decided to have you here in the podcast we were talking about the hashtag that you use on instagram mm -hmm. for some of your videos the seek discomfort nd hashtag mm -hmm. um can you tell us a little bit about why you decided to start doing that and uh, yeah I'll have right. Uh, it, I have such a funny cliche story, but I think it's cool <laughs> that we're living in the age of the internet. Like, um, there's a channel called Yes Theory on YouTube. Um, if you haven't already heard of it, definitely have to check it out. So it's a bunch of like four dudes. Um, I, I don't know if they were. They all met in college in Canada, and they challenged themselves to do one thing they would not normally do for thirty days, and then they went on to make a like a video series about it. And then by the end. They met Justin Trudeau, like the Prime Minister of Canada, like pulled out with him, like had an absolute blast. And these were like four normal college dudes just fully sending it. And I'm like, it was it was such a like cool concept. And I was like, I'm so comfortable doing like just going. It's so easy to just go to school, talk to the same people, like have the same routine. Like you could go very long without trying to do too much. But I just wanted to break the barrier for some reason and just try to be super uncomfortable. And that's that's why I took the gap here and like. Got to travel around, met people from everywhere. Like spent three weeks in the mountains in the Himalayas with like mountain people who've never seen wow. like a phone in their whole lives. So like, wow. it's making me cool places. And I was like, you get only four years in college, you surround, but surrounded by like eight thousand super smart, super cool people. Like, I had to take advantage of it. So yeah, I just I don't know why I kept. I just wanted to share it on Instagram. Not that people would think I'm cool, but I felt like it was just a cool message to share. And then it's led to a lot of people like reaching back and saying, huh, I did this in my own life. Dude. That's, that's super cool. And like, I've gone to meet people across campus who just like DM me. Um, it's, it's awesome. I've been super happy that it, it, it picked up and like, I've gone to make cool new friends that way. Oh, that's cool. incredible. That's such a good initiative. Yeah. Um, I guess sort of like talking about that Notre Dame experience, what um, drew you to Notre Dame? Like in your college search, like what was your journey to come here and, you know, like, why did it stand out for you to, like, choose to take, you know, 30 hours of travel to get here, which is, like, pretty remarkable. Yeah, I have the, I would say one of the most unconventional stories ever. Like, I <laughs> didn't know a lot about applying to colleges in the U.S. I just knew I wanted to come to America to study. And I've been super blessed to have parents that supported me in that pursuit because I was like, Indian education system is cool, but you, you get chosen into a major and you can't switch mm -hmm. a major until you graduate. But okay. you have to, like, reapply and do college again. Mm -hmm. Then American education, you choose one of 500 majors, you can switch <laughs> yeah. two years in, like, you can take whatever class you want. And I was like, I felt like it, it vibed with what I wanted to do, like try and learn mm -hmm. cool things, even if I didn't necessarily want to like pursue them. Um, yeah, my search was so random. I just went online and I was like, top 10 undergrad business schools in America. And Mendoza showed up and it said it won like best business school like five times. And I applied EA. And I got in and I was like, obviously I have to go to the best business school. Why else would I go anywhere <laughs> <Yeah>. else? <laughs> so just committed. It was, it was just so simple. Like I, I didn't hear about Andy until the, the first 18 years of my life. Like if you told me what Notre Dame was, I would have no idea apart from like 
our lady because it's like the, the the French word. But yeah, I did not know we had a football team and I committed or like a golden <sighs> dome. Like I had no idea. I just pulled up and it, it's been it's been good. I have no regrets. That's awesome. So you live in Duncan, right? Um, mm-hmm. And it sounds like you love your dorm. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> so could you tell us a little bit about, um, I guess just like when you got on campus, I mean, it sounds like you didn't know anything about all these traditions that happen. Um, so I guess like what's your favorite tradition just on campus? And then also like within your dorm community, it sounds pretty strong. Yeah, I would definitely think apart from like the legendary football culture we have, just sort <laughs> of like tailgating with family and friends and having the flyovers, the whole game day experience is truly like one of my favorite traditions. I think most ND fans would agree that they absolutely love fall football season. But um, the second most favorite thing I would say, actually, no, this is probably first, but the the dorm community is something I really, really appreciate and enjoy at ND. Um, I feel like the moment I came in welcome weekend, I was able to find a good group of guys to be around and just like, I know. And I, f- I found meaningful friendships, obviously not immediately in the welcome weekend itself, but things over time that I was getting to know them super well. And I had people to talk to our welcome weekend captains were like absolutely electric. Like they took the time to talk to me, help me get adjusted. So yeah, I know. I just appreciated um, being welcomed in the community, even though I was not from the U S like I didn't know about Midwestern culture, never saw <laughs> snow before, you know, the rules of football, but like, like no one cared about that. I remember before the first football game, before Michigan, I was like, I have no idea about any of these terms. And three guys just put me in their room, opened their TV, and they were like, this is all the plays you need to know. If he does this, this is what happens. That's awesome. Touchdown. That's great. And I was like, if someone who didn't even know me was willing to go the extra mile to explain that, like, I, I was in the right place. And since then, yeah, we've gone to do some cool things in Duncan. We won Men's Hall of the Year last year. We had Dome Dance, High Rise, so... Yeah, all cool things being a part of the dome. I guess after, you know, like having this time where we've all had to be away from campus, and of course, you know, you're not completely away from campus, but still um, away from that Notre Dame experience um, that everybody's missing. So I guess next year, whether everyone returns in the fall or the spring, like what are you most looking forward towards um, in returning back to that experience? Right. Um, yeah, I just think it's, it's super weird to be like, have to use my, my, a screen for everything right now because you're yeah. always on your computer or you're on your phone. Like my screen time is absurd. Like <laughs> I look at my phone and I was like, screen usage, I want to shatter my phone. I'm like, I'm just looking at the screen for so many hours of the day. But like, it's not even like the problem. It's, it's the time we're living in. Like how else will you like keep in mm-hmm. touch and like talk yeah. to people? It's already weird not being able to, I haven't hugged anyone in like a month. It's so yeah. alien. Um, so it, 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 that's, th- that's what I feel is super weird, like having to look at a screen all the time and seeing everyone through a screen. But I don't know, I think people have been able to adapt well to the new reality. I know a lot of halls, I know Duncan's doing it. I've, I've seen a lot of other dorms do it on Instagram, like virtual hall council, like a bunch of people coming together, just hanging out. So mm-hmm. all that's nice, but I cannot wait. I'm sure the moment restrictions are lifted, people start to like visit each other. Um, I know a lot of people I know are looking to come back to South Bend and probably do like research at the university if labs open or mm-hmm. uh, one way or the other. But yeah, I'm just hoping um, to hang out with like even a small group of people and just catch up. feel like yeah. people have definitely done a lot of random funny things in, in the time we've all been away. So should be cool. <laughs> Is there anything you think you're going to miss from living in the Morrison? 
maybe the the flex points on Morrison food. <laughs> yeah, that's there, there's there's so no, so that even like because obviously there's no like dedicated laundry room in the Morrison, so all our laundry oh. is done by Saint Michael. So I toss all my laundry on Tuesday, and by Friday it's all like. <laughs> neatly clean like folded <laughs> it smells so good like it's a complete experience so yeah all the all the conveniences are nice but i feel like i would rather have a more inconvenient life and have yeah. a lot more fun definitely but yeah definitely i miss the comfy room though i feel like i own this place now Lived here for so long. <laughs> i bet um I guess to close, um, you were talking, you just said right now that you rather have a more inconvenient life. Mm -hmm. So I have two, um, like questions for you. Um, one is what is the highest level of discomfort that you've sought at Notre Dame? And can you tell us about that experience and, um, how, like, is there something, I guess your seek discomfort and the bucket list that you like to do when like things go back to normal at Notre Dame um, to live that inconvenient life that you're talking about? Right. Um, the craziest thing I've done yet through the whole seek discomfort at Andy was freshman year. So the, the concept that I wanted to pursue was to like talk to random people instead of looking at my phone when I was in like places where, I don't know, I felt like it was easier to look at my phone than talk to people around me. And then I was like, huh, this kind of sucks. I want to talk to people because like everyone has some story, right? So I was like at McDonald, Mac, Mac, I don't know, what's the, what's the health center on campus? Mac, oh, McWell. McWell, yeah. yeah. So I had a problem with my neck and I had to go do like a bunch of exercises at McWell. So I'm there and I was like waiting for my appointment and um, there was this lady sitting next to me and I was like, I could look at my phone now or just say like, hey, what's <laughs> up? And like talk to her. And then I was like, yeah, hey, what's up? Um, how's your life? And she's like, oh, nothing much. I'm getting married in the Basilica in two weeks. And I was like, no way, that's super cool. Like, um, who's, who's the dude? And I was like, yeah. And she was like, oh, uh, I met him freshman year after my Orgo lab. He was my lab partner. And then they dated all four years at ND. Both went to grad school here. Um, I think they both majored, majored in theology. And then they booked the Basilica senior year to get married in the Basilica after they graduated from grad school. Oh, my goodness. I was like, this story is so crazy. I was like, I have to meet this guy, right? So then I, out of nowhere, said... I know this is super random, but I know it's super hard to get into a Basilica wedding. Do you mind if I came to your wedding and just like just experience the energy, you know? Like I won't be any trouble, like I'll just come hang around. And then she was like, just because you asked, I'm going to say yes. And then, and then I would see her every, every Tuesday and Thursday leading up to the wedding because she was doing like a bunch of um, muscle recovery because she, she did Baraka bouts and she was like kick ass at it. But uh, she took some damage and needed um, some recovery. And then on the Thursday before the wedding, she was like, you should definitely bring a date, you know, to have the complete experience. And then I asked Mia, who Ashton knows, and maybe some of you know, asked Mia Lockton, I mean, Mia Lockett. And I was like, yo, you want to go to this wedding, dude? And she was like, absolutely. So both of us rocked like formal outfits and went to this random Basilica wedding. Um, I, I did like a, a short video for Maggie, that was her name. Um, and then I sent it to her and she was so happy. Um, shared it with her family because it came way before that official wedding video which took almost a month, but I sent them like oh, a yeah. short, like cute clip of um, the alma mater and the whole experience was, was surreal. So I can see why people wait to get married there. But yeah, that was the most random, absurd, seek discomfort thing I've done yet. So Wow, that's fantastic. I love that so much. <laughs> that's an awesome story. 
But um, yeah, I don't have a bucket list. Yes, I, I, I've been trying to think about it, but I feel like I've been thinking of so many things that I want to like chill on my mental health and not stress me out <laughs> that I have to do too many things. You know, like sometimes I'll just take a nap for like five hours in between the day and do nothing. Mm-hmm. But I'm sure like as junior year gets closer by, um, try to think of some cool concepts. Time is so short, isn't it crazy? Like who would have thought all of us wouldn't be together right now? Um, yeah, it's insane. So yeah, I don't want to have any regrets when I graduate. So definitely have to fully send it when we're all back. That's awesome. Yeah. I think this definitely is going to give us all some perspective. Like I think when we get back, I'm never yeah. Netflix again. Like, yeah, I guess like also I did have a side question that I keep forgetting to ask you about. Um, but you did like a stand-up comedy thing in your dorm. Right. A seeking discomfort. Is that something that you're going to keep pursuing or is that just a one-time? <laughs> um, it, it became like an annual tradition. I did it again this year. So it was, it's okay. basically me talking about um, what it means to be an international student and like things I found super funny at ND and like mm-hmm. in America in general. And yeah, I did it freshman year and it, it brought together over like 150 guys or so like a a lot of dudes came down to see Hall Council because I was memeing <laughs> on American culture. And then uh, Niet, my the director of Duncan, convinced me to do it again. And then that's when they nominated me to do uh, Mr. Mr. Duncan for um, mm. Wa- wait, Welsh. I- I'm, I'm going to get botched for this. It's Walsh. Yeah. Walsh. Walsh, yeah. Walsh, yeah. yeah. Walsh Hall ho- hosted that event. So then they pushed me to do that. So yeah, it's led to some cool opportunities. But um I, I definitely feel like I love like, I don't know, making jokes, like making people laugh just as like a community experience. So I don't know if I'll ever take it super seriously, but <laughs> definitely have to run it back two more times before I graduate just to keep the tradition. <laughs> That's awesome. Um, okay. I'll have a last question because I just have so many, but um, you also helped with a student government campaign this year, right? Yeah. yeah. What was that like? It was the yeah. student government campaign also. Yeah. It, it, yeah, I've, I don't know, I've been super lucky to ha- have gotten to meet, like, even last year, Elizabeth Boyle and Patrick, I got to meet them super early on in my freshman year through, like, and I was eating with somebody and they knew Elizabeth and Patrick and they were like, yo, you have to meet this kid. And then I got to know them super well. So I helped, like, film for their campaign and help push them. And I'm glad they they won. They did an awesome job. And this year, I, again, knew, it's it's crazy, like, I feel like I've met all these people in the most like random ways possible, but because everyone is so willing to get to know each other, like I've been able to develop meaningful relationships with them. So I was like, yeah, this is a cool campaign I want to support. So got to support them too. They also won. That was awesome. Um, everyone was super happy, Rachel and Sarah. So yeah, I'm excited to see how they, the, they cope with the situation going into next year. I feel like they'll have um, an additional responsibility to make sure it's seamless going yeah. into like a virtual government. True. Virtual government. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's great. Um, okay. Well, I think unless anyone else has anything that they want to ask, I guess we're pretty much done. Yeah. Well, thank you so much for joining us. Sweet. This was awesome. You guys take care. Yeah, thank yeah, you, you too. Thanks you so too. much for coming on. Peace. Yes.